0: Hi, and welcome to We Are Here To, a podcast about mental health and moving abroad. Uh, my name is Francesca. I'm your host. Um, my accent may give away that I'm Italian and I live in Scotland. So let's go straight to the point I talk about relationships. Why relationships? Well, We may move abroad for different reasons, but what is really sustaining us is like human connections. And, you know, if you've followed the podcast um, so far, you may have noticed that I always talk about like community and being supported by other people, finding your social networks like using the connections that you have back home to keep you going when you first move abroad or in general when you're not feeling your best or there are a lot of transitions happening in your life. Relationships are incredibly important and I'm thinking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Recent uh, representation of these needs uh, are uh, in the shape of like a pyramid, where you would find at the very bottom the needs that we need to attend first um, to survive and function as human being, and then at the very top of the pyramid we will find needs that are used uh, for growth, the needs for love and belonging are exactly in the middle of this pyramid. Belongingness is a human emotional need for interpersonal relationships, affiliation, connectedness, being part of a group and you can see here how important it is for our life abroad. I don't think I've ever considered friends family until I moved abroad and I started meeting people there and at times when I was feeling incredibly homesick those people were there to remind me my wife uh, which was amazing Uh, they could provide that for me and then to bring me comfort I remember like a dear friend of mine uh, she used to phone uh, me up and make me food uh, whenever I was feeling low or would uh, come to me and invite me over for a cup of tea. And these things will stay with me forever because those were the people who were physically there for me at times when actually I was really craving familiarity and familiarity in, in, in form of comfort. But relationships, when we live abroad, for the very nature of us living abroad, are a be ephemeral, or that's the feeling. And that's simply because I'm on my own trajectory of um, life abroad. And the people I'm meeting are in their own trajectory. And then when we meet, it's beautiful. We can gather, we can support each other and laugh and... Um, be there when life happens but then you know these trajectories sometimes they just clash for a moment and go opposite directions and and when that happens it can feel incredibly unsettling and isolating and I will I would say scary and I am sure I'm not the, the only one to have stories of um Incredible friendships that lasted a couple of years, and then everyone um moved apart and it doesn't mean though that the friendship ended necessarily, but it simply meant we are not sharing the same physical space and you know we learn how to nurture friendship and who are not in the in in, in our like proximity. And we learned that the moment that we decided to move away from our home country. And now we are basically repeating the story Uh, and it's out of our control because we are not deciding necessarily to move. Other people are. And we are basically trying to learn like this new dance of like, okay, what does it mean for me to stay and how am I going to cope with this? Okay, so let's talk about intimate relationships for a second, because here things get a bit more complicated, right? Like, you know, yes, we have friendships and and then we have uh, intimate relationships. And in a way, uh, we feel like a bit more tied up. Yeah, so the other person's uh, decisions and situation will impact us regardless, okay? If we decide to be intimate with that person or with those people, right? And so uh, the, the thing is this, right? Like you can be same nationality abroad. You can be from two different nationality in a third country. You can be with someone who's local, uh, to, so basically uh, it's from the, your host country and and then we add uh, friends um, of uh, the couple who live in different parts of the country or of the world. Then we add the families and maybe these two families don't have a language in common necessarily. Then we have kids and then uh, throw in their like visa issues. Right? Like, you know, we all know stories of um, people who struggle to stay in the country and continue a relationship because their visa expired. Or we all know stories of uh, people who went through a lot of hardship because they were struggling to get their visa renovated. Okay, so we all know these stories, and things get more complicated if both partners. Uh, are um, struggling with that requirement specifically, right? And then there is, you know, all complications around like, okay, I need to relocate to find a new place where to stay and, and so on and so forth. And then... I don't know, what else do we want to add in there? Maybe we, you know, the the, the couple is from two different um, cultural backgrounds. They may have different mannerisms or different faith. And, you know, some people meet and everything is uh, it flows, just flows incredibly well. And some other times there are a bit of like, I don't know, like... Fights and, and um, battles and all sorts of like um uh, difficulties around like power differentials within the couple. And I mean like it's tiring even thinking about like all the different options, right? Like and you know and Considering the complexity of the world nowadays, when we have now a vocabulary to explain the complexity of relationships, like, then it becomes like, poof, I don't know you, but um, it's incredibly difficult and and then you know and then not only you're trying to negotiate boundaries with your partner so the relationship can survive in a way that makes you feel good and makes you know your partner feels good or your partners feel good Um, but then you also trying to negotiate all other layers of understanding and being in this world and in this society And now I would like to spare a couple of words for those who moved abroad because of a loved one, whether that's a partner, a parent, a child or a friend. Let's think about this for a second right like you, you know usually when we think about people who move abroad we think about oh, okay you went with your spouse or with your partner you know or with your lover right like but actually it's incredibly complex and you know in my head when I was like preparing for this episode I was thinking about like uh, how am I going to really encompass here um, the variety of experiences that people are going through and then I landed to the idea of uh, dependency. And when I say that, I'm not talking about uh, condependency or any of these like um, pop psychology words that are doing the rounds on social media. Like uh, those words will never belong to this podcast. But. Um, but you know, by dependency, I simply mean like when we move abroad and we move abroad with a loved one, there is a tendency for us to uh, put a lot of weight um, onto the other person's uh, persona, so that they can meet fully all our needs as a new expatriate, um, which means the need for safety, the need for play, for joy. Uh, for um, uh, security, for companionship, uh, for care, and as you are, wait a second, entertainment, right? Like, and you, you know what I mean like and then if it's an an intimate partner then also like the need for pleasure and then we basically overloaded this other person with so many expectations that you know usually like in a um let's call it healthier place we would uh put on different people but because we moved abroad and we don't necessarily have, an established support social network, we just rely on that one person. And it's so easy then that when the smallest of things happen uh, with that one person, then it feels like the world is crumbling. And so what do we do? And to me, when I uh, thought of this scenario and of the scenarios of like you know relationships and um, social networks as something very movable and changeable, like in the life of uh, someone who moved abroad. And when I thought about like the complexity of intimate relationships, I was like, okay, so what is it? What what is it? The answer? Or what what is it like? The uh, connecting theme? Of Of them all, often, when our need for love and belongingness is not met, we tend to sacrifice who we are for the sake of belongingness, and that's true from um from our childhood to adulthood, so no one is exempt uh from it. But let me tell you that once we learn how to love ourselves and learn what we like and we enjoy doing and understand what our boundaries are and we learn how to negotiate our being in relation to others, that's when belonging happens. That's when belonging happens in a way that it's fulfilling and growthful rather than limiting and difficult and that's it it's a wrap for episode 11 next week is going to be our last episode of season 1 I would like to take a moment so I hope you're gonna stay for another minute to thank all of you who are following the podcast it's been incredible and thank you for those who um, as well contacted me privately to say how much this podcast means to them like thank you so much uh i would like to confirm that app is um season two sorry guys season two is coming um end of summer so hopefully it's going to be september maybe beginning of october uh with a brand new format so i'm going to add interviews oh i, I was banging my <laughs> my fists uh, on the table just uh, because I got excited about uh, uh, this new format which will be um, interview based uh, I'm still planning to create episodes when I'm um, when I'm solo uh, but uh, some of you reached out and suggested hey would you like to do interviews And I'm like yeah I am going to uh, share more on my Instagram account uh, which you can find at francesca underscore counseling thank you and see you next week bye